The sermon for the 25th week after Pentecost is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. The sermon is entitled, Well Done, Good and Faithful Servant. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. And what does this mean? I remember when I was a child, my greatest fear was, well, in the classroom, when the teacher was handing out the graded tests. You know, the teacher would walk around the aisles, and I'd always hunch over as she was passing out the graded tests, and I would wonder, is my paper bleeding? You never wanted a paper that was bleeding, that was strewn with many red marks indicating errors and mistakes on the exam. That was my trembling fear. So there I would always hunch over looking at those papers. But on the other hand, (laughs) there were times when the paper was quite pristine No marks in sight, with simply the words in red, well done. Now those were the moments where I knew that I was, that all my hard work was paying off as I was burning the midnight oil, studying, repeating, and memorizing. And what a sigh of relief, right? We did it. Well done. Today in our gospel reading, it seems we have a similar thing going on here. The master entrusted his property to the servants. To one he gave five talents, to another two. And to the last one, he gave one, each according to their ability. Now in the parable, a talent was a form of money that was equivalent to over 7,000 denarii, which... Well, one denarii was one day's wage, so you could definitely see how much one talent was, and it held a great bit of value. And there with these talents, they went, five talents went, traded and brought five more, two traded and brought two more. And after the master returned, these two servants were commended with the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Whereas the servant with one talent, while this servant hid his talent in the ground. And upon the master's return, there he would receive the words, You wicked and slothful servant. For this servant did absolutely nothing. So initially, as we look at this parable, well, quickly, there were two that did something. And there was one that did nothing. Therefore, it seems that the point of the parable is, well, how much have you done? Have you done enough? Wait, is that the point of the parable? Of course, it's easy to quickly assume this, right? Have I or how much have I done? Yet, I suppose first we should look at our own talents to begin with. 
Of course, the parable is speaking of talents in the form of money, but yet also talents. Yes, all of our time and talents are God-given gifts according to our own ability. We all have different gifts here, and there we love and serve our neighbor to which the ability to which God has given to us. And there is much to do in our daily lives as children of God. Yes, the fruits of faith, good works, to love and serve, to be merciful, to be compassionate, to care for those around us in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds. I know every November for the council, it's always remembered as the longest meeting of the year. The council, you know, it was the longest meeting of the year. And as I was sitting there, I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be a long one. We have a lot to discuss. You know, honestly and frankly, I was so thankful and impressed because everyone was just so joyously engaged. They knew the task that was at hand and there they were literally almost in that midnight oil, right? Discussing the budget for the new year. And I told myself as I was just sitting there, wow, what a great picture this is. And so it is for everyone here at Faith. You know, the elders, I can't say enough about them. You know, the altar guild, Sunday after Sunday, getting things done and preparing uh, for the altar, the Holy Communion Fellowship Committee, always trying to think of new ideas and how to bring and gather people together. You know, it is with great joy to see all this and your kind hearts. You know, many people asking, you know, how, how can we be more, you know, uh, evangelistic minded? How can we outreach to our community? What a great joy that is. And even giving our tithes to church, our offerings, right? all this, it is good. But I think initially we think quickly, we tell ourselves, that's right, it is good. Look what I've done. But friends, remember, the parable Jesus speaks is what? Given according to your ability. It is God who gives you all these things, and everything flows from the Master. For it is the Master who has gathered each and every one of us. Who is us? That is right, poor, miserable sinners, dead in our sins, separated from God. It is our Lord who gathered us in by His very love, the sacrificial work of Christ, his blood shed for us on that very cross. When we speak of mercy, compassion, and love, it's shaped by our Lord's work. Everything flows from the master. Yet when we read the parable of the talents, quickly we say five, five, two, two, one, and zero. Have I done enough? Have I done enough to merit the words, well done, good and faithful servant? Now, if this is how you hear it, 
you will go home, try your best by your own human efforts, that is, apart from Christ, in the hopes of, at the end of the day, to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant, all the meanwhile right now wondering if you will hear those words. There is no certainty there. All there is are question marks full of terror, wondering if we have done enough. Have I done enough? This is not the point of the parable. But rather, the the key main point of this parable is that we are shaped by the Master. Everything flows from the Master and what He has done for us. And through faith, this is where we proceed as servants of Christ. Because this is the name that we live under. The name to which you were baptized into. The triune name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is who you are, all by the grace of God, who has provided for you, redeemed you, gathered you into his name, and who continues to provide for you in this life. This is who you are, all credited to the faithful servant, the one who died for you. Yet during this time of the now and as we wait for the not yet, we very well know the distractions that are at hand. We know our identity in Christ Jesus, but as we live in this world, we see a world that says, eat, drink, and be merry. Yes, the devil who says that your identity, no, it's not of God. Turn to self. Trust your little gods. The flesh says, this is your identity. It is not of the word. It is of your way, your word, your thoughts. This is the spiritual battle that we face. Yes, just as he said to the servant, you wicked and slothful servant. Well, how lazy and wicked we can be as well. Rather than taking heed to the call of what God has called called us to do, there we find ourselves burdened by this very word. There we find our motivations wicked. How we fail to love our neighbor as we gossip. As we fail to love our enemies. As we live in dysfunction. Even giving our offerings begrudgingly or with great burden or simply giving after we fulfill our covetous flesh. And thus we repent. You know, in repentance, there our faith rests upon the master. Because everything flows from the master. Everything flows from his word. Everything flows from the greatest servant of all. The one who died for you. Our Lord came to this world because he very well knew the purchase price was his very own blood. 
not only his very own blood, but his sacrifice upon the cross. So there he shed his blood. Well done, good and faithful servant. The suffering servant is Christ. The perfect one, without sin, without blemish, as your atonement. That indeed, by his very work, you are forgiven. You are righteous. You are good by what our Lord has accomplished for you in the cross, in the empty tomb, where he has delivered you from darkness to light. And thus, have I done enough? Question mark. This is not the question that should be emanating in your heart and mind today. No. Have I done enough? Of course not. But has Christ done enough? And the answer is yes. For by His grace, His grace is sufficient for each and every one of you. Because everything flows from His nailed, pierced hands. Everything flows from Calvary. Everything flows from our Master, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because He is the one who has accomplished salvation for you. You are not trying to earn that grade. You are not trying to earn and marry your way to God. No, it is Jesus who washed away your sins. Who has given you the assured gift that your name is written in the book of life. Because everything flows from the master, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Your, your sins are indeed taken away, my friends. And there is forgiven sinners. Here we proceed in faith. Faith that it is finished. Faith that you are forgiven. Faith that you, by this very gospel, are his own. And as his own, there we go. <coughs> there we live, move, and have our being. This is your identity robed in the righteousness of Christ, as the water and word indicates. Defined by the very true body and blood of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. There you are shaped by the one who stood in your place. Because everything flows from the master. Enter into joy, Christ says, in our parable today. Joy. Joy is being with God. Enter into joy. And there you are. Joy that your sins are accounted for. Joy that death has lost its sting. Joy that you have everlasting life right here, right now in Christ alone. For as it reads in Ephesians 2, Dave, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we 
are His workmanship. We're not working out our own salvation. We're not trying to work for ourselves. We are His workmanship, covered by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, His grace, created in Christ Jesus for good works. These good works, God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So you're not working out your salvation, my friends. You're not asking, have I done enough? No. You are His workmanship. That means you are covered by His blood. That means you are not orphaned, but by His grace you are adopted into His kingdom. And by His promise, by His blood, You're not hunching over and saying, did I do enough? Hopefully this paper is not strewn and bleeding. No. There you find the blood of Christ who says, well done. Well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.